G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. We are returning today to a different way of engaging with the Bible and issues to do with God's people and the end of the age. As you know, there are lots of perspectives on current events and how they relate to the biblical end times. Well, a conversation today about celebrations or Old Testament feasts on the annual Jewish calendar that bring into focus end times through Jewish eyes. Now, there are seven feasts in the Jewish calendar traced to the Old Testament in the Bible. In the big picture, we might think of four early feasts in the calendar foreshadowing Jesus' first coming. The remaining three, celebrated in September, are said to prefigure his return. Well, Pastor Enoch Lavender has made Hebrew and Jewish studies his focus. He writes regular articles about current events. He's pastoral leader at Shalom Israel and serves on the board of Teach All Nations, the ministry of Dr. Camille Majdali. Pastor Enoch Lavender, welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil. It's uh, great to be with you, and uh, I, I love this topic, so I'm very excited. Uh, let's just clarify this, Enoch. Seven feasts in the year outlined uh, from the Old Testament book of Leviticus. How do the last three relate us to New Testament Christians and the things that we might be thinking about today? Uh, well, Neil, uh, we firstly, we have to keep in mind that uh, the first four very specifically foreshadowed Jesus' first coming. Uh, Not only did they foreshadow his coming, they also set even the very date. So, for example, Jesus was the great Passover lamb who died on Passover. So every year they were celebrating Passover, sacrificing the lamb, but it was like a precursor, a picture of what was to come on that very day in the days of Jesus which was about 1,500 years after the law was given with Moses. So those first four feasts are picturing Jesus' death and resurrection and also Pentecost, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And then we have a gap, and there is a break in the Jewish calendar of three months with no celebration, nothing much happening until we enter the seventh month. And there, our first celebration coming up is called the Feast of Trumpets. And this celebration is exclusively described as one dedicated to blowing and sounding the trumpet. So throughout the land of Israel, in ancient days, and even to this day, the trumpet will sound, or the shofar, the ram's horn, will sound all over the nation. Now, uh, just for clarity here, I mean, September for us is our ninth month, but on the Hebrew Jewish calendar, it's the seventh month. So a little bit confusing, but just to get that in the right place there. Yes, so their calendar is a lunar solar calendar. So their dates will always vary a bit with our calendar. 
So their celebration of the Feast of Trumpets this year is in September, but some years it can be as late as the beginning of October. So September, October is the time when these particular celebrations take place. And it changes each year because of the new moon. So, Enoch, how is this Feast of Trumpets celebrated today? So today it is it is celebrated with the sounding of the trumpet, but there is very much an understanding within the Jewish community that this is a picture of this great final day when the, the Lord himself will come and there is a sounding of the trumpet. Now, they have a different understanding than us because we are expecting the Messiah to return and they're expecting him to show up for the first time. However, we see in the New Testament again and again references to the trumpet connecting with his return. For example, Paul wrote to the Thessalonians and he said that he, the Lord will descend with an archangel and with the sound of the trumpet. And so there is a sounding of the trumpet linked in with his return. And so to this day, as Jewish people celebrate this day, they actually begin in the month leading up to it by preparing their heart, by seeking to get their lives right with God. And I think that is a beautiful lesson for you and I as, as we think about the the truth that one day the Lord will return and how important it is that our hearts are ready and our lives are in right order. So this sounding of the trumpet, it happens each year in the feast, but all of this, of course, the precursor to the last great sounding of the trumpet, uh, which is what we might uh, appreciate as, uh, as what happens when Jesus returns. Yes, exactly. And uh, a very fascinating aspect of this feast, which makes it different from every other feast on their calendar, is that this is the only one with a slightly uncertain date. Now, the reason for this is, as we mentioned, their calendar is a lunar solar calendar, and this celebration is at the beginning or the new moon, the beginning of the month. So traditionally, how it will be celebrated is that the whole community will be waiting for the sighting of the new moon. And this could vary due to cloud factors and similar issues. So the whole nation of Israel will be waiting for news and there will be two witnesses who would appear in Jerusalem declaring that they have seen the sighting of the new moon. They would be then asked some key questions by the Sanhedrin, by the, the members of the Jewish court. And then the court will decide, yes, the new moon has been sighted, an announcement would be proclaimed throughout the nation, and they would know that now the trumpets can sound, now the day has come. And so there is an uncertainty about exactly when, but everyone knows it's coming soon. And so everyone is getting themselves ready, but they don't know exactly, so to speak, the day or the hour. And that is a picture for us as believers, because we know that Jesus is returning. We know he is coming soon, but we also know that we can't set a specific date and proclaim that's when he's coming. We know that he is coming soon and he wants us to be ready, but there will be an element of uncertainty in terms of exactly the day or the hour. And that's why we need to be ready even right now. 
So there's this drama, there's even a little bit of theatre in there. There's watching of the skies for the new moon. I wonder, though, because when we talk about a feast or a celebration, it's not just what happens on the day. What sort of things with the anticipation of the feast happens in the typical Jewish person or, let's say, uh, the Christian who might even be thinking about these sorts of things too? What sort of preparations is there to anticipate the meaningfulness of uh, the Feast of Trumpets? Yes, so the whole month leading up to, to this day, so the sixth month on their calendar, is dedicated to getting one's lives in order to, in a sense, balance out the spiritual checkbook, to make sure that not only one is in right relationship with God in terms of your faith, in terms of your spiritual state, perhaps even taking a time of repentance to reflect on issues that might have been going on, but also it's a time to get right with your fellow man. So traditionally in Jewish circles, Orthodox Jews will not only be repenting towards God, but also be seeking to apologize to their fellow Jews or someone else who they might have wronged during the past year. So it is so important that we're not just living our lives to be right with God and having that focus, but we also need to do the work here in our relationships here on earth and do the best we can, as far as we are concerned, to have, have forgiven those who have wronged us and ask for forgiveness from those who perhaps we have wronged because we want to be right and we want to be ready for that day. It is always fascinating to be able to reflect on the deeper meaning that people will put on those Old Testament feasts. And the one we're talking about today, the Feast of Trumpets, and the first of three that are coming up. In fact, the Feast of Trumpets that's coming up on September 7th and 8th, it's a precursor to the next feast. In fact, starts a 10-day process to the next feast, which is also very important uh, in on the Jewish calendar. Uh, yes, that is right. So uh, the Feast of Trumpets marks the, the beginning of what is known as the Days of Awe. So it is a time of really literally being on holy ground, seeking God, looking to Him for mercy. An interesting aspect is that in the month leading up to these these few sacred days, there is traditionally known as a time uh, seen as being great for getting married. So there's lots of weddings happening throughout the community. It's almost seen like a lucky time to get married. So marriages are happening, weddings are happening. There's a lot of joy, a lot of celebrations throughout that month until day the trumpet sounds. And from that day onwards, there are no more weddings, no more celebrations of that sort taking place as the community is dedicating themselves to seeking God. And Jesus told, told us that one day when he returns, people will be marrying and giving in marriage until the day when he comes. So there seems to be like a cutoff point when suddenly we enter a new era as the trumpet sounds. Well, it's called the Feast of Trumpets. It's coming up September 7th and 8th. 
It's also known as Rosh Hashanah, or a little bit like a Jewish New Year. And uh, Pastor Enoch Lavender uh, will be able to connect with you and uh, perhaps has some articles and some detail on his own website about what's coming up with the feasts. Let me point you to his website, pastorenoch.com.au. That's pastorenoch.com.au. And there are resources that Enoch has written available in the Vision Store at vision.org.au. And you'll be able to access teaching articles on Pastor Enoch's website. That's pastorenoch.com.au. Pastor Enoch Lavender is the leader of Shalom Israel. He serves also on the board of Teach All Nations, the ministry of Dr. Camille Majdali. Enoch, thanks so much for your update today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.